the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Rick's Martini Bar. I'm here as usual with Rick Farmelo and Amanda Raymond. And we are so lucky. I'm we so excited. Very special, it's very because special. We're not at the Martini Bar. No. <laughs> we're doing a remote. It's called a remote, right? Is remote. that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I think in radio we call it a remote. remote but we will. Whose yeah. laugh is this? Yeah. <laughs> so we are here with the lovely and talented Sean Young. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Call me Mary if you want. Well, we are so lucky to have you here, and so many things that we want to talk about. But the uh, the one thing that we do do want to talk about first is because I'm from Michigan, and so I want to hear about Interlochen because I found out that Sean went to Interlochen, which is just a little bit south of Traverse City, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Interlochen Arts Academy, which is like band camp for. Artsy people, right? Yeah, and right. people have enough money to pay the tuition. Yeah. yeah. So we, they, they, they come there. And, and tell everybody what you did in Interlock. And amazing, the I've, talent you have. I graduated from there in 1978, and I got to go there two years, and uh, my junior and senior year in high school. And I was really glad to get to go because my parents were getting a divorce at that time, and all I got to do was listen to them argue. When I got to go to boarding school, it was the best. Get away from all of that. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) It was like, and and I I had to audition, and I made it in the dance department. And then um, uh, studied flute and studied singing and some creative writing and a little bit of photography. And I think I even took, like, a ceramics class there. That was pretty fun. <laughs> nice. And it was real isolated. So it's just it was just us and me. So how long did you do the ballet for? Um, I started kind of late. That was kind of a, a disappointment for me because I wanted to start earlier. And just my parents never got it together yeah. to send me early. Um, but I, I did a lot of work to try to catch up. And then went to, when I graduated to New York City and continued to study, but then switched over at age 20 to tap dancing. Oh, okay. That's so Great. cool, tap dancing. That's so awesome. They should make, uh, remember they have that fame, the movie Fame, and then the TV show? They should do an interlocking. Yeah. We should write that. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do it. No, we should go find the money to make it and then write it. That's what we should yeah. do. Yeah, so they can interlocking. But they have dance and they have theater and they have everything, right? And in the winter, they have like 20-foot snow drifts off of the trees. Right. It's really mm-hmm. like winter wonderland there. Yeah. And it was but very you grew up in, you grew up snow, right? You grew up in... Yeah, I haven't been in a snow culture in a long time, though, because in the 90s I was in Arizona, Sedona, oh, Arizona. Okay. And then... That's um, beautiful there. Yeah, and, it, and it's gorgeous, actually. It's almost like Australia. And, uh, and then I came out here when my son, my older boy, went into kindergarten because I just didn't want to fly back and forth anymore. Uh-huh. I just yeah. didn't want to miss any of it. Nice. So we came out to Santa Monica, and I've always liked Santa Monica. And now I'm going to go move back east because in my oh. in the 1980s I went I was in New York City. We're losing. We don't like person. to hear that. We don't like to hear you. I mean, we understand why you want to leave. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not happy about it. We'll talk to some people. We'll talk to Jerry Brown and uh, Antonio Vieira Gosa or whatever. Yeah, we can do that'll get a lot done. Maybe we'll move back east. The more you're talking about it, maybe we'll go with it. So, what state are you going to? 
Uh, New York, probably uh, Rye, New York. But I'm going out there to look. Yeah. No, you got to go where people want you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think I'm wanted. So I'm going to go and hit the boards again and see what it's like to be on stage. And be awesome. That's great. You said that's you really sang cool. it in your walk in. Did you do musical theater as well? We did uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Nice. And that was good. And a lot of it is, and I studied a lot of acting with a teacher named, in New York City named Alice Spivak. And I was at the Actors. Um, Lee Strasberg, which oh, wow. kind of screwed me up. Uh, yeah. Actually, that was really crazy. You didn't like the method. No, the method was like reliving your childhood dramas over and over oh. again and trying to put them in your acting work, and it would actually kind of paralyze you. So I abandoned. So like, this is why I got yeah, out. Of, this is why I'm in acting. I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Hey, I hate to interrupt you, Sean, but we're up to our first commercial. Oh, so this is good stuff. <laughs> but we will be right, right back for more with the lovely Sean Young after this message. Welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Rick, and we're, we're here with lovely Sean Young. And we interrupted her because we had a break for a commercial, but now we'll let her continue. But we were talking about uh, about Lee Strasberg and all that great stuff. Yeah, yeah. acting in general yeah. is one of those things I don't understand anyway. It is. So when you, <laughs> there's so many when, different when ideologies jump, and though, methodologies, right? and you know, the, I studied Udo Hagen at SUNY Stony Brook, so I know there's like everything is so vastly well, different. Just think of modern society. This is what's confusing to me: people sitting and watching other people enact a life. Right. It's right. very odd because, and also when you sit, when you think about how much time is wasted watching TV or entertainment of any type, it's kind yeah. of like. What is this? Is this life me watching somebody else live a life, or am I missing out living my own life by spending so much time watching mm-hmm. all of this yeah. stuff? That's True. how I feel about soap operas in general. It's just like people are so glued; they have to know what happens. It's like they're more focused on these people's lives and what's going on with them than their own world. I but think that's a, something to be concerned about. I in modern society, 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 society. Society. Yeah, but it's a distraction. <laughs> you know, it's always a. Like they had all right all the time, like the Coliseum. Like you go there and watch lions and have you ever Christians. met a the LA, the LA Coliseum has lions and Christians. When did no, that happen? Rome, Rome, Rome. That was just yeah. the Trojans. Right. Now we have their lions. entertainment was pure murder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now we watch Beverly Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, I, I had the experience <laughs> of doing this thing called Vipassana, where you meditate for ten days. Ah. You get up in the morning real early, and then you have a little breakfast at eight, and then you. Meditate for four more hours, a little lunch. Meditate all afternoon. Get an hour off. Have a little tea at six. And what? You've, and you're not allowed to look at anybody. You're not Whoa. allowed to read. You're not allowed to write. You're not allowed to listen to music. And you're not allowed, not allowed to talk. And after ten days, what you what you find is that life is a big distraction. Yeah. Food, meals. Right. Like if you ever fast. You're like, how much time do I spend thinking about what my next meal right. is? And we a lot, getting it a lot of time. Yeah. So when you really get right down to it, the essence of who you are and what you spend your time thinking about, it, it you, you have choices about yeah. that. I was at the gym last week and I was watching everybody on treadmills. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we are... We're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not getting anywhere. It's like a hamster yeah. wheel. It's spinning. <laughs> These guys aren't getting anywhere. Yeah. We eat more than we should, right? Yeah. That's so why we got to go work it off. We go, instead of like making ourselves throw up, we go on the treadmills. <laughs> Is it that much better? I mean, it's well, kind some of the people same become thing. bulimic and right. they make themselves throw it's up. Kind of the same thing. It's like... What we, on earth? is happening here <laughs> i mean you really have to ask yourself that question which is what 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 my particular thing about meditation is is trying to be comfortable quiet 
You know, I get, I'm not I, that good at that. Well, You're supposed to empty your people. mind and not think about anything. It's like, but something always drifts into your head because I've tried that too. Well, I it's can't like do a it. program. It's like you're a body and a mind and you're actually, I mean, some people don't believe that there's a God. Some people have their versions of what God is. My personal feeling is I think there's a creative spirit and I don't think it's uh, in the Quran or the Bible or the Torah. And I think when you have your own relationship with what is spiritual, then you realize that you're a body and you're a mind and you have these programs that run in your head that you learn from a very early age. And when you meditate, you learn how to shut those programs down. Right. And just to be quiet. But those programs will go, bing! You have mail, you know. (laughs) It'll jump Uh right in there again. Uh Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people aren't real comfortable being by themselves. And so movies and music gives you an escape. Mm -hmm. Which, let's talk about one of... My favorite escapes from reality was No Way Out. Oh, good movie, yeah. I love that movie yeah, so good, much. Yeah. 1987, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Kevin Costner yeah, and you one. in the back of that limo. One of the hottest scenes ever. It's <laughs> so funny. And Roger Donaldson <laughs> let me see the dailies. And he said, oh, this is all going to be very tasteful. And we shot and we shot. And then I finally saw the dailies and I walked out of there with this blood cold, I mean, like, totally white stone face. Really? I was like, oh, my God. And he said, we're going to cut it. We're going to cut it. You know, and I said, please, don't let me see this stuff again. Oh, I, was too, I, was, I was too scared. I was like, oh, God, but this it, is going to look like a porn movie or no, something, you know. But it was, I mean, by today's standards. <laughs> by today's standards, that's like. It's not much, it would be a Nick, it'd probably be on Nick Jr. Yeah, Nick at it, night, yeah. But it yeah. really wasn't, uh, but, but I mean, but it was just awesome. It was like that scene was just the passion in that thing. Thing was just yeah. incredible. You know what they did just recently after my uh, infamous Oscar arrest? Which we were there, and yeah. we will we will vouch for you. We will we will yeah, absolutely. witnesses for you. Yes, I wish no. I'd been drunk. No, I, I can, I, we, uh, we could testify she did not have one drop of alcohol. Not at all. Not one. So, so, we, so we were, so, so they come out, Bill Maher is on the cover of The Hollywood Reporter, and at the very end of the magazine, like the week after that, the, Bill Higgins, the writer, quotes me and says, oh, well, I like the movie very much. I just didn't like him, meaning Kevin. That's, like, not at all what I said, you know? So they, they, they twisted oh. it all up, and it was like, no, I didn't like how Kevin treated me one day out of the whole movie, right. and somehow this yeah. became, you know, my 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 quote. Uh. So that's the sort of thing about Hollywood that's just very And he's, they just want a story. Just take your Kevin words Costner and twist them. experienced that whole thing, too. I mean, yeah. it was... Did you see his? Uh, did you listen to his speech at the uh, Whitney thing? Yeah, I did. I thought he did really good. No, at he that. did great. Uh-huh. You know, but the funny thing about Kevin is that he really knows how to take advantage of opportunities. Right. He is a little bit of the guy that knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm like Kevin. <laughs> really hard to believe. Kevin, I'm a, I'm alive over here. You, yeah. you can come help me now. You know what I mean? <laughs> what What's the problem? Are you going to wait till I'm dead before you come and speak oh, at my yeah. funeral? Right. You know, it's yeah, like come is. on, show up when people are alive. Yeah. That is a shame. That is yeah. a shame that it waits till that happens uh-huh. and then everybody uh-huh. comes out and says There's how this, great they are. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's sort of, I remember this little house on the prairie, uh, maybe it was a different show, but it was something like the old lady plans her own funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, yeah, yeah. That? I remember that? And then, and then her family shows up, and then she kind of goes, ta-da, I'm not dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to see her son before she, like, kicked uh-huh. the bucket, you know? That's funny. There's well, guess something what, John? about that. We have... 
Not up another. against another commercial. We will be back for one more All segment. Right. But this is fascinating. Yeah, so great. lucky to have shown you on here. <laughs> we'll be right back after this message. Hi, this is Sean Young, and this is Rick's Martini Bar, and I'm not having a martini, but you guys None of us are. drink up. Actually, it's, early, it's early for us. It's early, yeah. So we're, uh, it, we're just hanging fact, out at Sean's. Always, in fact, it's always too early for me lately. So. <laughs> we're just hanging out at Sean's house. This is awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. You do photography? I do, and I do YouTube videos. I love my YouTube videos. Oh, you have a, you have your own YouTube channel? I do. Oh, it's cool. called oh, MSY nice. Pariah. Can we be on it? <laughs> can you spell that out spell for our listeners? M-S-Y-P-A-R-I-A-H. And uh, there were a lot of home movies that my dad made with 16-millimeter at Bell & Great, great. It was a hand-cranked uh, camera. And then all this 8-millimeter stuff. Like, I have a making of Dune. Oh I my have gosh. a making of Ace Ventura. I oh, have nice. a, a making of a movie I did with Michael Caine. And then I Michael have King. I have one Michael called Caine. Central Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Not, not a lot of people know that. Um, well, he only says three words at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and and personal videos too. Like there's one called Central Park. It's a little philosoph- philosophical. And then there's one called um, Dancing with Rio and Quinn. Which is uh, to the song by Meredith Brooks called "Bitch," which I really like. I love that song too. Yeah, I love that song, song. and, and uh, it just sort of—I—I I, I did it because I wanted people to have an accurate picture of me because I felt so misrepresented. Yeah, and I just wanted—I was just tired of having to play this. Not that I was actually playing this person, but in Hollywood, if you're a woman and you and you stand up for yourself, it's it's like you're not a regular person anymore. Right. Whereas guys can kind of go, and it's like, oh, that looks so good on you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute here, yeah. you know. It's incredible. Do you mind if I talk about another one of your films that oh, I love? No, go right ahead. One of my faves. Stripes. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, that's one of the funniest movies ever made. It is so hilarious. Right? And like Ace Ventura, too. It's Ace Ventura. Yeah, stripes, great. I yes. so love that movie. Yes. They're funny yes. right oh, from the start. About, we'll say Stripes. Well, I want to talk about... Actually, I'm more interested in... Was Bill Murray fun to work with? Bill Murray was great. Was and cool? and the, the, the fun thing about Stripes for me was... It was my very first kind of big movie. Mm-hmm. I started it November 20th, 1980, which was my golden birthday because I was 20 on November 20th. Mm-hmm. We shot it in Louisville, Kentucky, mm. and, and that was where I was born. And the location was Fort Knox. Um, Hell yeah. And that's where my dad had run away to when he was 14 really? years old. Really? So I was walking around wow. like, whoa, pinch me. You know, like, yeah. what is happening here? I just thought this was, it was just a, such a strange first day for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And cool. your, your partner there and uh, PJ Souls, both of you, just so. <laughs> well, Bill is the guy in that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, we were all real good, but I, I tell you, he was, his chops were so fast. I remember he would come on set. And he would change everything because comedy tends to really? be the type of thing where all the pages go up in smoke. And unless you're the type of person who can work really fast on your feet and make up your own lines, yeah, I, I lost all my lines. Wow! I mean, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say. I was, I was just stymied because he was so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. comedy's like all yeah, that the, improv. The John Candy was there too. Did you were you nice? Work any days with John Candy, or did you? Yeah, I think he, we had one scene at the bus station where he was holding the hot dog and went off to the bus yeah. for like the stewardess or something like that. But yeah. um, I, I would run into John Candy a lot when everybody was working mm-hmm. up in Vancouver during oh. the '90s because mm-hmm. of the tax break right. that you mm-hmm. get up mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah. 
And he, he um, we, would, we would all stay at the Sutton, which is right on Robson. Or I right know exactly. There. Yeah. Yeah. And it, a lot, it was just Got actor central. Yeah. There where the bar was always right there. We'd all be like, converge on the bar, <laughs> you know. And John just, um, John drank a lot, yeah. smoked a lot. Snorted a lot, ate and a it was lot, just yeah. Yeah, and ate a lot, and and I I remember saying to him one time, John, John, man, you gotta like slow down. This isn't good. Yeah. He said, Well, why don't you tell me this after? I mean, before I start yeah. drinking, and before I start smoking. And I said, well, you know, John, that it'd be hard to catch you, you know, at that point, unless I was there at six a.m. You know, like, I knew I knew him yeah. a little bit because I worked with him on. He did a voice in a movie I call I, I worked on called Rescuers Down Under, mm-hmm. and the character I animated was Wilbur the Albatross, and he animated. I mean, sorry, he did, he did the voice of that character. So he went down to his his studio um, down by the off of uh, off of was it off of Westwood or. or what was that street down there? It's anyway, very fast, but anyway, he but he but he went to his studio to record him, and he was the nicest guy in the world, but like a major chain smoker, and he was really huge at this. This is probably nineteen ninety. Smoker, pot smoker. But why? Because he was just smoking smorter. constantly, and he was and like really. Kahlua and cream was his drink. Really? He would down two or three of these Kahlua and creams, and I'd be oh. like, John, wow. dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would kill me. He was so nice, though. Just such a nice guy. Oh, I really liked he, him. And he would be very quick and very um, quick-witted. I did another mm-hmm. one with him called um, Once Upon a Crime with Richard Lewis. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Moody was yeah, in yeah. that. And Eugene Levy directed it. And uh, oh, Richard cool. Lewis and Jim Belushi, who was also, he wasn't off alcohol at that point either. He was just mm-hmm. off, kind of off the wall. And mm-hmm. I love all these off-the-wall people. <laughs> you know? It's like, what's wrong with that? That's okay, yeah, yeah, you know? But, um, yeah, and he and he uh, he was... Yeah, I miss John. He, he always was um, able to come up with lines right at the... Like a blink of an eye. Right. If something changed, he could come up yeah. with stuff that was just like comedians can. They just mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. up with stuff yep. so quickly. Uh-huh. Well, let's talk about, uh, like you said, Ace Ventura. And I, my question about Jim Carrey, Rick's a huge Jerry Lewis fan. And I got the feeling they're kind of the same. That they're not similar. Socially, yeah. they're not that they don't, they don't no, do. Jim's very social. Jim, he can just be a regular person and hang, hang out with you and then say something funny and then kind of hang out again. And, you know, he's... he's um, you know, he had he had some difficulties in childhood where they didn't have a lot of money. Right, he they were lived in a car or something. That's, for a while. that's wow. right. At one point, he lived. He had his, a, a car. His family was living in, out of a car. And the thing is, it's sort of like when you have that early childhood, you really appreciate the things that you get in life. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like when you find a stray dog; they're always the best dogs. <laughs> you know, they always are the best dogs because they know how close they came to just. Have, right. You know, they just right. know, and, and that's something that's true about Jim is that he's very appreciative. Well, guess what, Sean? We it, can't be. We are fit. No. The thing about living in the car is your parents, when they punish you, they can't tell you to go to your room. Yeah, right. <laughs> go to the back Get in the back seat. Go to the lid of Get in the, the back car. seat. Go to the, head. Go to the trunk. Go to the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sean, if people want to follow you, how can they follow you? Not physically. Do you on any Twitter? Not physically. Not physically. Yeah. Have, We're talking about internet uh, I have, following. I have three things. I have my Facebook, which I like. I like a lot, which I get to post a lot of pictures and things on, which is Mary Sean Young okay. on Facebook. Good. And then mm-hmm. That's on Twitter, which I'm just learning now, I find it so irritating that people can't write complete paragraphs. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why. That's why. Are you okay? You know. I think of really clever things to say that are 142 characters. Yeah. Two characters. Shorthand. So that's Sean Young 23 on Twitter, and then I have a YouTube channel, which is. M- MSY Pariah. 
Awesome. And, uh, and I like the YouTube channel, but I haven't put a, a new YouTube up in a while, so I really have to do that. Yeah. So check Sean out. You've been delightful, and thank you so much yeah. for letting thank us Thank you so much. Fantastic. Fantastic. And we're sorry you were losing you to New York, but we'll try to get you back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something. We'll think of something to get you back here. <laughs> so for Rick Farmer, Amanda Raymond, and the lovely Sean Young, my name's Jerry McCarty, and join us cheers. next week. Cheers. Cheers. Out. We don't have any glasses to cheers, but we'll <laughs> Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down